Jim Crenn, no restrictions with John Vento and Jim Patulski. And we have a great show for you. We have David Bogo coming up. You don't know his name, but you will. He is the number one Steeler fan. He's a guest on the show. And sit back, get your favorite beverage, and join us. Jim Crenn, no restrictions. On the line, we have a special guest on the show. Uh, it's actually the first guest of this rendition of the show with John Vento as uh, my uh, co-host and, and Jim Patolsky. And this is a, an interesting guest. He's a guy's guy. I, I saw his video. I'm honored to have him on the show. He's a, he's a veteran, a war veteran, uh, and he is the Steeler fan of of the year. Wow. And I, it's That's David huge. Bogo. David, good morning. Good morning. Thank you, uh, Jim and John. I appreciate the time this morning. Hi, so, David. So, Dave, explain how you got this and explain your feelings when you got it. Yeah, so I, I had no knowledge of my nomination or anything at all. Uh, what I found out after the fact was my daughters, you know, in the summer were sitting in the back of my car. They're, you know, both my, both of them are in college. And they wrote this essay about me to the Steelers because it popped up on the phone. And then next thing I know, uh, I was invited to a Steelers game where I have season tickets. And they, you know, the Steelers had some nice, fun you know, pretend that I was selected randomly for the season ticket holder to be on the sideline, which I thought was amazing because I'd never been on the sideline before. Right, right. And then next thing I know, Pat Fryermuth was walking up to me and telling me uh, that I was the fan of the year. And <laughs> I'll be honest, I had no idea what he was talking about. Uh, you could probably, there is a video of it, which is quite funny because I have no clue what's happening. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it took me a minute to understand what the fan of the year was, honestly, uh, because I wasn't, you know, in any mindset to know what that was. So, uh, you know, a funny thing is I asked, you know, Pat after we were talking and I said, hey, do you know what this means? And he looked at me and he goes, no, I really don't either. And I was like, all right, all right, we're at least we're on the same page. So it was a great, great night. And, you know, my daughters are amazing uh, women. So, uh I very that, proud of them. That's just it, David. What it means, I think, is is to everybody anyway, is you represent who we are, a Steeler fans, yeah. in, in its family, and in, in its the city, and it's it's a pride and service. In, in your service yep. that you gave, yep. which we all thank you for. That encapsulates, I believe, what a Pittsburgh Steeler fan is, and you are the perfect representation of that. Uh, when did you start? When, when, I remember when I was like probably eight or nine years old watching Franco, where it was my first fell in love with the Steelers and Bradshaw. How about you? When did you start? Yeah, I would say that I remember, like, I vaguely remember parties at my house when I was younger, uh, not knowing what the games were. Maybe it was a Super Bowl back in the late 70s. I don't know. But I, I think it's more along with you. Like, I remember the end of the 70s run in the early 80s with Franco and a little bit of Bradshaw. And then Unfortunately, we, we moved into the 80s, yeah. uh, which, uh, as we all remember, were a dark time for the Steelers. Yeah, the Kent Graham uh, era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bobby Brister, the whole deal back God in the day. Him. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, struggling through that and then into the 90s was awesome. So, uh, yeah, and then, I, and then I, you know, I, I came to University of Pittsburgh uh, so I could be in Pittsburgh, and that's kind of where I, I started my journey here in the city itself. Oh, and, so, wait, you're not a Yinzer? <laughs> uh, not my dad was no. born and raised in Italy, and he came to Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. But I kind of grew up uh, up until about uh, you know high school in Central Pennsylvania. But yeah. I have family That's and everything like here in Pittsburgh, so I consider myself a Yinzer, even though I wasn't born here. But this is where I, you know, just moved away. Like you know, my story 
I literally quit everything just to move to Pittsburgh because I got season tickets well, last year. Yeah, I think that was one of the reasons why they they picked me. You believe black and gold, so you're an, you're a yinzer. Well, Jim Crenn oh, yeah, says no, you're a yinzer. I, you're a yinzer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love. I definitely believe black and gold in the city, and it's funny. I, you know, that that saying is funny to me. Um, I've always wondered why, you know, a certain day of the year we can't, you know, in Chicago for. Um, uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, they mm-hmm. dye it green. Well, right. we should have a day in Pittsburgh where one river is dyed yellow and the other is, you know, dyed a little <laughs> darker. And, and to see it come together, you know, when they yeah. merge, I think that would be a cool thing. <laughs> you know, we may, Dave, let's suggest that to the mayor if we win this game or when we win this oh, yeah. game Sunday. We're, this is being recorded uh, for the listeners uh, right yeah. before we play Buffalo. So we're all, you know, hoping here. My mom, of course, lit a candle with St. Stan, so we have God on our side. Nice, yeah. nice. But That's always good to have on our side. We need God. And, and uh, I have to tell you, were you – I wasn't totally shocked. Were you, were you shocked at all that Mason Rudolph turned it on the way he did last few games? No, you know what? It's funny. It reminds me a lot of when Ben first took over because he didn't throw all the time and have the arm and have the, you know, air game we had. It was more of a traditional manage the game make the good throws when you can, but hand the ball off. And I think, you know, in the past, Mason's been asked to come in and be Ben. Uh, he's not Ben, but this mm-hmm. system seems to fit him perfectly where he can make those throws when needed, but really it's a management style, and he's doing great. And, uh, and hum- it's he, crazy. He humbly, he humbly waited his turn, too. Yeah, no, and that's the amazing thing, and I see his interviews, and you can tell he's still kind of in shock that this is happening, I yeah, think, because yeah, yeah. He, he's just waiting for the, the cards to turn, like always, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, you can tell he's being a little tentative with being excited about the opportunity, <laughs> uh, you know, so it, it can move forward with him. But I, I'm glad they're sticking with him. I mean, you got to go with the hot hand, but I think he'll be on a short leash, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we got Kenny Pickett, too. He's, 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 yeah, that's what I mean. Right. I think there, if there's an opportunity to get him in and, you know, show everybody why he's our guy for next year, then they might do that. It will be the upset of the playoffs if we win. Oh, it and sure we're, will we're be. good for upsets, though. We we're, the bi- we're the biggest underdog in the playoffs. I, yeah, yeah I think it's, it's no, 10 yeah, points no right now, which well, is crazy. That, that is no surprise. I mean, when you when you look at Buffalo. With TJ Watt out. And he's out. Yeah. yeah. And game. we have no linebackers. But we have Dave. We have Dave. One, this is a good luck omen, having you yeah, on the show, brother. This is big. So this will do it. Dave, are you going us. to Buffalo for the game? You know what? I've been trying to figure out how to do it. Uh, so my partner in crime is my uh, 21-year-old daughter, right. um, and I do have. She does have my granddaughter. So that's the biggest. The biggest thing is we usually take her to the game, but this is a game where I know the weather is going to be a little crazy. Yet. Um, yeah, and the you fans know, my, will be crazy. Yeah, and my granddaughter's only 20 months, so it's oh. we don't really have anybody to watch her for the full me drive up there, you know, with her, go to the game, and then come back. And that's what we're trying to figure out. Jim, so I, I think we, we could watch her. Yeah, we'll yeah, be, just bring the baby we'll to our studio. Say, I don't yeah. know if you trust John nice. and I will right. do we our best. Do <laughs> does she drink? Does your, does your granddaughter drink? Well, uh, who's milk. asking? Iron Money. City beer. Formula, just like I drink. Oh, formula? I drink formula, okay. too, so we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a little kick on the side. Hey, man, th- hey, thanks for joining us, brother. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you, dude. No, thanks, and I appreciate you guys. You know, the one thing about this whole thing is, you know, I think Pittsburgh has the best fans of the year, and it's weird that I am the fan of the year. I don't <laughs> think I should be. I'm, you know, I, I, it's a Humble. strange thing from my so background to, to be the guy for the Steelers. So, you know, as much as it's awkward, I do want to win the fan of the year because I think the city of Pittsburgh deserves to have the fan of the year because of our fans so get out there and vote if you guys 
you know, there is a way to still vote for me up until the night before the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I will actually be sitting in the NFL honors ceremony, hoping to be announced as the NFL fan of the year. Wow. So, all right, your guys support uh, NFL.com. Okay. My last name is Bogo, which is buy one, get one. So now everybody should remember <laughs> who the fan of the year is. I like it. And just type in BogoNFL.com and it should pop up and you can vote for me. Oh, man. Fantastic. I would love it. They call you an NFL owner. All right, yeah. we're, we're pushing you. Let's get it out NFL there. NFL fan right. of the year. Next level, yeah, thank baby. Thank you. Thank All you, right. guys. I appreciate you. And anytime thank you guys want to talk military sports, I'm your guy. All I'd right, man. To, you're my love to you're, keep in touch. You are our official Steeler fan Fantastic. of the Fantastic. What a guest. All right. Perfect. Anything you need, I'm here for you guys. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Yep. Dave Be Bogo. Dave Bogo. He is the Steeler fan of the year, and he's going to go on to become the, hopefully, the NFL That's fan huge. of the year. That's a pretty cool thing. That he's is such really... a good guy. He's a, he said it, it, it got him out of left field, and that's what's so cool. He, he reminds us of everyone. You know, yeah. He can empathize. That's what I would feel. I'd be like stunned to, to win something like that. And that's what's his family. He's a man of humility. Him. Well, you know what? He he was you know he served in the military. Loves his family. Um, this thing though about his granddaughter not drinking beer—that's a problem. Well, that'll we want to start them young. Years. I was at the new Iron City plant yesterday, Jim. How was it? Is it beautiful? Have you been there? No. It'll blow you away. I can't wait. It will blow you. You take me. It is a, a we can go. It Moondog, <laughs> Moondog arranged it for my oh, tour. Wow. All right. It is a See, world Moondog class. You know, it's in Creighton. I didn't so know that. They bought the old PPG factory in Creighton. Okay. And they've turned it into a world class brewing, a brewing beer and distillery. Iron City is back in a huge way. You, I'm, we're gonna go. We should do a show from there. I'd love to. Yeah, let's it do will it, blow your mind. I'm just telling you, people are gonna be. It's gonna I, be a music venue. Uh, it's indoor facilities. It's a gift shop. It's a brewing thing. It, it's. I crazy. remember being in Needs Bar one time, and the greatest <laughs> line I ever heard about Iron City. I don't know the guy who said it. He said it with a heavy Pittsburgh accent. It was awesome. Um, he, uh, some Jimmy or somebody said, Hey, you want an icy light? And he goes, I don't drink no yappy fruit cheese. I'm red label. <laughs> so he's like, old school red label. <laughs> How about our visit with Jim Need? Yeah, it was great seeing Wasn't Jimmy. Wasn't wonderful? It was great seeing him. We, we did have some. Wow. You know, red label's interesting though. Yeah. It is. It's got like, it's best with pizza. My pizza, pizza and red label's good. That's a serious It's a nice beer. little combo. It's a very, it it's a good ass. beer. It's a good It's lager. a very good beer. Yes, it is. You know? Yep. It's, and it's still here. It's still hanging. They're, oh, through all those years, they're back. Do you remember? Is this, back. this beer's gone from from like the 30s or 40s. Where it's been forever. Iron City beer, mid 1800s. Is that how long it was? Yeah, Maybe. like 1870 or something. My yes, 1870 yes. screaming, give me an icy light. And they're now it's locally owned. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And yeah. uh, remember, they had all these different promotions. They had this old frothing slosh. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't there like a a, a a woman who's a very a, uh, voluptuous voluptuous that's the word i was trying to with, look for with uh, voluptuous mam- with woman large mammary glands yes very yes. very voluptuous yeah she was very nice she was like the the spokesperson for it she was the spokesperson she was like yeah. huge in yeah. pittsburgh and then all the cans with all way. the Steelers and all the pirates and all the collectibles oh yeah yeah bob prince and he's talking about it's it fantastic it's amazing you they're know, back they're back I, I hope i hope uh i hope dave Gets all the stuff, and I hope he gets to go to the Super Bowl. Boy, it'd be a miracle if the Steelers get there. I know we're underdogs, and yeah. it's tough, but we're building toward that. But I hope he does get to experience. And if if 
the Steelers get in, you know, we're a podcast. We have credential. We should we go. Will be, we will, yeah, we'd yeah. be able to go and get credential Las to be on Vegas. Radio Row yeah. in Vegas if, if somehow the Steelers win uh, or even for next year, whatever. Yeah, I'd love to go and have you experience it, you guys. It's the most incredible. I've been to uh, I've to never five, done it. I mean, I've been, four, I've been four, to one when I was young. That I really was involved with co- covering. But um, and, and when you cover it, you get on Radio Row for the week. But the, the thing is you party. Like every single night, mm. there's like a, there's ESPN party, there's uh, a Maxim party, there's this party, players have their own party. So you're invited to all these parties, and the number one at the time, this is in 2010, our last Super Bowl that we were at. In Dallas. In Green Bay in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So every every year we, we, they had the party, but the Maxim party was always the big one. In 08, I finally got to go to the Maxim party. No one could get tickets to the Maxim party. At that time, it was impossible to get tickets. Jerry Rice offered me five grand for my ticket on Radio Row. <laughs> he found out I had a ticket. My buddy Rod, Rod Schwartz, got a, had a ticket. Somehow, he knew the, the lady who knew a lady, or somehow Rod's that guy. He can get stuff. So he got he had this ticket. We go to the Maxim party, and it was unbelievable. Every celebrity you could imagine mm-hmm. was there. They're all walking by. And the interesting thing was, I got I talked to Evander Holyfield. I'm a huge boxing fan. Vander Holyfield, if you don't know, is one of the greatest heavyweights mm-hmm. ever lived. And uh, he's the guy that Mike Tyson bit his ear. And Tyson was yes. in the room. Tyson was in the room. <laughs> yes. And I talked to Tyson also, same night. But the interesting thing about Evander, I talked to him for 30 minutes. And, hey, you're a heavyweight champion. You're taking hits to the head. It, it was one of those guys that really hard to understand. Was he really? Yeah. Great. Very smart man. Brilliant. But just, yeah. you know. You fight Mike Tyson and yeah. all these fighters. It, it's you know you can only take so many. Yeah, in the head. Exactly, you know. Why do you think a lot of these? Sadly, a lot of these NFL football players, their their lifespan is shortened. Yeah, right? we have a whole list of ex Steelers. I guess it's a. I guess that, it's a, a, a card you trade. You know, you want to do that, and you're a gladiator. It's tough. You're a gladiator. That's why Lynn Swan retired early. Tyson Tyson was in a corner in this party, and he had bodyguards around him, and. Uh, just him standing alone, and he had a bodyguard. Imagine Mike Tyson needs a bodyguard. And this big guy with no hair, a tall guy like Jason Statham kind of guy, and he is at stand-up table, and he stand there, and there wasn't a line, but a, a you know rope, but it was an imaginary line, like people just just uh, staring at him. And I said, Rod, I got to say hi to Tyson. And he goes, I don't think you should do that. I said, I really want to say hi to Tyson. He goes, I don't think you should say hi to Tyson. I said, Well, how many chances am I going to get? Right. So. At the time, we had a guy on the show, John Saracino, who's a wonderful writer for USA Today. He covers a lot of sports, but one of the sports he mainly covered at the time anyway, was boxing, a great boxing writer. And, and John said he was a great friend of Tyson, which he was, mm-hmm. a close friend. And he had told me this several times. I thought, that's my end. John's going to be on the show. He was on Radio Row that week because he's a USA Today writer. And I thought, wow, okay, I'm, I get to talk to John. I'll kind of break the ice i knew this rod didn't so i said i'm going he goes oh my god so he sees me i break through the the crowd and i start walking toward him uh, to tyson the, the bodyguard like coming like takes a step and tyson waves him off like that's okay let him in and i came up to mike tyson he's at this table stand-up table and he's and he's i'm taller than him i'm six yeah foot, he's not so that tall he's he's a yeah. five ten or at least right. wide and strong you know like yeah. a, a, you know obviously it's mike tyson so I'm kind of intimidated. I'm, I'm looking at you know, the tattoo face and the whole thing. And, and, uh, and I look at him and I said, hey, Mr. Tyson, big fan. And he's just taking it in. And I said, just uh, wanted to say hello. And I, I've, I'm a radio guy in Pittsburgh. And I've John Saracino is uh, on the show. And 
He said, now, as soon as I said the name John Saraceno, he put his drink down and he hugged me like in a bear hug, but a scary one, like yeah. he, really tight. Like I couldn't breathe. Like his arms were around me and his head was buried in my chest. Oof. In my chest. People yeah. are looking like, what is going on? I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like, my arms are to the side. He's holding me. I'm like a gazelle. I mean, they have right. a lion holding me or something. Right. <laughs> like, am I going to die? What's going to happen? So he's holding me and, and he starts in an emotional state. That's all wow. I hear, buried in my chest, I hear, John Celsino is a very dear friend of mine. He is such a dear friend. Please tell him I said hello. I go, I will, I will, Mike. And he, tighter, he goes, tighter. And I go, please, promise me you'll tell John Celsino. He's crying him within the very dear friend of mine. Please tell him, I, I promise, I will. I will. He's, and he just like, let me go, and I ran away. <laughs> I ran Mike Tyson. As fast as you could. Yeah, so I was Vander Holyfield and Tyson, the same. Wow. Pretty two, cool, two right? Legends. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he has the, the ear. He, he didn't replace the ear thing, Holyfield. He did not. No, there's still a little bite mark. Oof. A little notch, a little, little, little bite. I couldn't help stare at it. Oof. I had to stare at it. I was waiting for him to go, you staring at my bite mark? No, I'm not. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. How about in the same room, too? Wow. Uh, they're friends now. Yeah, I'm sure they are. He forgave. Yeah. Yeah, $100 million will do that. I understand. I <laughs> so, John, you, you were... Uh, Telling me some interesting stuff off here and bring out about singing. Switch, we're switching gears. Oh, switching yeah, gears over to singing uh, here. Oh, wait, uh, but before I before yeah. I get in, I just want to mention to everybody. Uh, I thank everybody who listened, who bought tickets uh, to the show. And I, I still have a few tickets available. I'm appearing at the Oaks uh, of January 20th. This uh, will air before that. Saturday, January 20th at the Oaks in Oakmont, 730. Go to theoakstheater.com. Still a few tickets available. I'd love to see you. If you come to the show, please come up and say hello to me. Talk, say, hey, Jim, I listen to you on a podcast with you and John. You know, so do that. Please come up. It's the Oaks Theater, January 20th, theoakstheater.com for tickets. All right, switching back. Now, John. Now, wait, 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 wait. The Oaks Theater first. Larry's going to be with you. Larry's Larry my host. He's the, he's, my, he's the greatest host. And, and I he's just, funny. I just shared your post. Um, Becky is going to be opening. Becky Kimball. I think she's fantastic. You saw her. Is at she going to get to do more than two songs? Yes, yeah, so we were at Steamworks, and uh, yeah, she's coming place. to Steamworks. By the way, for her own show. I I'm, yeah, that was awesome. You did that because we were talking. About, I said, I think she's you should great. Do a set here, and and she is in a uh, Stevie Nicks tribute band. Yeah, and, but she could sing anything. Her own yeah, voice yeah. is great. She's but talented. She, when she does Stevie Nicks, it'll blow you away. But yeah, she's going to do a full fledged opening great. act. She's worth the ticket alone. I'm not kidding. Becky Kimball's worth She's great. Show. She's great. Now, and, I'm going to be in Harmerville doing an acoustic show at the Sons of God Motorcycle Club. Whoa. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That same night. Now, we end early. I'm going to have to come over. So, oh, well, you're no, no, early? I'm going to come, I'm gonna come, come to, to your show. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, our show is like at 7 o'clock. Okay. You can come right over. It is the coolest. I am so excited. I've done this before. The Sons of God are a Christian motorcycle group. Wow. Now, these guys, you know, the tattoos, the piercings, the leather. Yeah. You know, you see them and you want to grab your children and run. Yeah. But they are the most beautiful, loving, generous. These are all bikers. Yeah. And uh, we've, uh, they have a little, like a little acoustic, of it's a church. It's their clubhouse. And then once a month, they have this thing called the coffee house. Jim, Jim's been there with me running sound engineering. And um, uh, just a quick story. Last time we were there. One of the bikers came up to me at our set break, and he said, uh, "John, he said, I understand. I've, I've, I heard that your wife struggles with muscular dystrophy. Okay. And I said, Yeah, that's true. He said, Would you mind if the guys prayed for her? Wow. 
And I said, no, that would That's be really, cool. really cool. And I'm thinking, yeah. you know, they're going to they're gonna add my Michelle onto their prayer list. No, right. no, 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 no. So he yeah. says, okay, follow me. So we go outside onto the street, and there's nine bikers in a circle. And they, they prayed and right it, there? And, oh, yeah. And he said, uh, fellas, John said, it's okay that we lift his wife up for a healing prayer. Wow, man. And I just stood there in a state of shock. How do you find these people? Uh, I've never heard of this. Well, I met them because of a very generous man who is also a biker, a guy named Seeker, who supports our Band Together Pittsburgh Autism music programs. And he told me about the coffee house at the Sons of God in Harmerville. And uh, I booked a gig and fell in love. And then this is our second one. So they, Anyhow, so these bikers, so, they look, you go to, it looks like Sons of Anarchy on, they do, you know, on AMC they do. or whatever. And it's got that look. In the, but, but it's non-alcoholic. It's wow. they have food, soft drinks, uh, and they're just cool. So we'll be done early, and I'm going to come over to the Oaks. The initiation, you got to drink a bottle of apple juice. <laughs> yeah, a bottle of apple juice. And pray juice. for 10 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. What? Get on your knees and drink You're going to pray juice. for hours, and you're in. So you're it was very cool. You're in. But I, I, I got off them. track because we them. were talking about the 20th. Oh, but anyway. You're yeah. at the Oaks. I'm at Sons of but, God. The but, Froggy story. You, yeah, so yeah. we were talking. So obviously Taylor we're talking Swift. music. And, yeah. and John is obviously a singer-songwriter. And uh, but anyway, John was at Froggy. And we started talking about Taylor Swift. And, and her Pittsburgh connection. And the Pittsburgh connection. And, and Taylor Swift's extremely talented. She really is. She writes she her own really songs. She really is. <laughs> yeah. She writes her own. She's her real deal. Yeah. But anyway, so you're saying the Pittsburgh connection described. Well, I think most people know that, that there's a strong Pittsburgh connection. Taylor talks about it. She's from Pennsylvania, Wyoming, which is right outside of Reading, PA. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at Froggy Country Radio uh, a few days ago being interviewed again for our band together, Pittsburgh, right. you know, our autism music programs and one of their their main dj and a guy that's been with them from the beginning danger um was interviewing me and he told me the taylor swift story and i'll give you the quick version that basically uh when they started froggy radio here in pittsburgh you know 20 years ago or whatever it was uh they had danger as a dj and they had a program manager and this program manager was friends of taylor swift's father so mr swift would send this fellow recordings of his little girl, you know, <laughs> playing guitar and singing. And and the, the program manager would share those recordings with Danger and get his opinion and so on and when, so when forth. I, when you first told this story, I thought the story was going to be that sent the daughter's songs, Taylor Swift, and he went, she ain't going to make it. Well, Sorry. he wasn't really impressed, it. you know, because Dan- Danger but, said... But, he said, look, it sounds like an 11-year-old girl singing and playing guitar. There's nothing, you know... Not yet, yeah. Right. But. So I guess a few years later, the, the Swifts moved to Nashville. And at that point, as Danger shared the story, um, the program manager at Froggy connected them with a friend of his, a guy named Ray Pronto, who had just purchased uh, Big Machine Records. And uh, Ray Pronto in, in, in the world of business is famous because he started and built a huge company called ServiceLink. Okay. Service Link is a mortgage uh, title uh, closing business. They they were internationally known. They were huge. Mr. Pronto started it from scratch, sold the company, did very well, and then decided to buy this small label in Nashville called, uh, is it Big Machine, Jim? Was that it, right? right. One of his very yeah. first signings was a little girl named Taylor Swift. My God. And the rest is history. Now he's a zillionaire. And then in... Uh, <laughs> Yes, and in 2016, Ray sold Big Machine, uh, 
and you know was had another very successful thing but and the the program manager who made that whole connection he now and has for years worked for the taylor swift organization that's that's a cool story you know um i was at a, so there I was you at go. a penguin game right hand to god i'm not making this up because they just said that about taylor but i'm at a penguin game and um christina aguilera does the national yeah, anthem yeah. she's like 10 yeah yeah she crushes it and i'm sitting there going wow guy behind me i hear him loud she ain't going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> she ain't gonna I make like, it <laughs> i mean i was like this guy's kind of mean she's 10 she ain't going nowhere she yeah. just ain't got it yeah she ain't got it <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah, well i guess when taylor evaluator. when uh taylor came to when taylor swift came to pittsburgh last summer all the froggy guys and mr pronto and she set them all up of course in a vip uh that's suite. so cool man yeah so she uh you know is is uh very appreciative of her pittsburgh connection yeah she's, yeah she's doing well she needs a break she, she's doing pretty good kid gets a break yeah our, our engineer likes her a lot she, every mr mr yeah, Potolsky. of he's, course he's a fan who wouldn't right she's fabulous she she's making so much money yeah she may go after Bill Gates eventually. She's probably already there. She now, the movie, be. Jim, didn't you say the movie? She did a movie. Was one of the biggest grossing movies of all time. Number one. Number one. one well, Engineer Jim Potolsky said her movie was the number one grossing movie Do- in history. Concert. For concert. Concert, concert, concert movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Concert movie. Number one. Better concert. than The Last Waltz, which I've always... It's got to be pressure on Woodstock. Her. She's, everything she touches is gold. There's got to be pressure. Yeah. Everything she does has to be a zillion... Make yeah. a zillion dollars, sell a zillion products. It's did you, a little pressure. Did you see I'll the Golden, kind of golden pressure, Globes but... where she got a little pissed no. about that joke? No. Oh, it was classic. No. You have to see it. So uh, yeah. the, the host, I, what was the host's name again, Jim? Uh, Choi or? Uh, yeah, anyhow. The host basically right. said the difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL yeah. is that on the Golden Globes, you won't see as many shots of Taylor Swift. Oh wow! So they okay. then panned the camera that's to her. Funny. It was funny. Okay. It was it was real fun. But she didn't like it. No. Oh no. See, that's bad. You don't want to get on her bad side. She was angry. Did you ever see The Sopranos? Uh-huh. You don't want to get on Tony's bad side because the Swifties are tough. They come oh, at you. They'll kill you. Oh, they'll come at you. You got to watch that. You always want to be on a good side. And what are the tickets cost now? Like uh, two thousand bucks or something. No, she needs the money. Yeah, a couple thousand. Yeah. She has pay. She has bills. To she pay. does. Yours, are, John John uh, Vento's tickets are only fifteen hundred people. So fifteen hundred. man is going little disc. Yeah, you're willing to discount them to a ten ten dollar cover charge of Moon Dogs. I would. You would do a Moon Dog cover or Sons of God? No cover. That's even really? better. That's it. Just prayers. Yeah, that's just right. prayers. I'll, I'll, I'll work for Bring prayers. Bring your rosaries. I work for prayers. I need those. <laughs> I need those. You know, uh, switching gears here. I, I tell you, I uh, traumatic. A week here. Why? I got well, not traumatic. I should, but I got glasses for the first time in my life. Prescription? Yeah, prescription glasses. Now, not to wear all the time. Right. Uh, allegedly, my girlfriend Michelle, she thinks she's I here with us today. Yeah, she's she's, she's watching here. this. I know. She thinks I can't drive at night. This is what she says. Wow. Just because I hit a couple things. Right. They're in and they o- objects. They overreact. Though. Women We're overreact. On the road, like an embankment yeah. or whatever. Shouldn't have been there. <laughs> just because I hit it a few times, it just jutted out a little too much, I think. Yeah. I think it's a design flaw, personally, but I took my car out a couple times, hit it. And uh, 
at night. Yeah. So I noticed it when it rained, you know, actually deer were worried about me. Yeah, deer deer would about stop you. and say, tell <laughs> the other the deer, don't get near the road get away from when he's Jimmy. making the bend, stay away from, you could see them alarmed. Like when I drive by. So I went to get glasses, you know, and I actually told the doctor cause I have 20, 20 in one air by in 20, 30 in the other. And, and so that's it, good, right? I mean, yeah, well, it's borderline. Okay. And I said, I said, yeah, my girlfriend says I can't see at night well. He goes, well, I guess that's a pretty good idea because your one eye is pretty straining more and it'll be balanced to have glasses for nighttime. So I get the glasses. And there's pressure. There's 100 million glasses in front of me. Oh, yeah. And they're expensive. They're very expensive. Very expensive. And these were like the not most expensive ones because I knew... They weren't great. I am bad choice at fashion stuff. So I, I, I look like. Did you remember Sherman and Peabody? No cartoon. I look like Sherman. Jimmy, it's not a good Jim, look. Jim remembers. It's not me. a good look. I'll look Sherman up after yeah. the show. But, but I, I sent the photo to Michelle, and there was no comment. Isn't that something? Yeah, I knew what that meant. Wasn't good. It wasn't good. No, no. But I think when you see them live, no, she's saying no. They're going to look good. They look not now. They, they are kind of weird looking. I kind of I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but what do I they work? Like. Do they help you? I I don't know I, yet. I I I, I just because I just I did the thing, you, you know. I I didn't have them on yet, but they're the glasses are so big. They're like remember I, Sally I, Jesse Raffy? I like I I think I picked women's glasses by mistake. I'm not sure, but we'll find out. What are you doing? I, <laughs> what do you got? I know there? we're not on video, but you got like lights Jim, in your glasses. So I no longer what buy. Is yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I no longer no, buy prescription glasses because I lose them. So I buy reading glasses. And I went to CVS the other day. Oh, my. And I noticed that the only reading glasses they had were pretty expensive, like 30 bucks. Right. But they were better quality. And then I discovered that they had little flashlights in them. I want them so bad. And these are for like old people like me. So not only do I have their 2.75 magnification, and how about these beams? Yeah, I want them on my new yeah. glasses. How I wonder if I can beams? get them put on. Now, they, now that would make my glasses. So you look have good. like a little. But I have thing. a couple little headlights on there. Yeah. I think that people would be jealous. So can I just say something to you about your story about the glasses and, yeah. and your girlfriend Michelle? Yeah. Women overreact. We know this. I think so. Do you know my wife called me a distracted <laughs> driver? That, that's <laughs> that's bullshit. That's okay. a nice way of saying. She said you are a distracted driver. Distracted driver. And she forced me two years ago to get rid of a car that I loved. I had this 2012 uh, Genesis. Okay. Loaded, gorgeous, solid. Okay. And she said you will get rid of that car. Yeah. And you will buy a new car that has all the safety features. Like what? That so it when drives you, for you? you cross the center line and it oh. goes beep 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 ah, beep, and nice. the rearview mirrors, if someone's next to you, they light up. I love and, that. I got that. I love that one. So she forced me. She yeah. forced me to get rid of the car that I loved, and I've I've got a new car, and it's nice uh, because of this claim that I'm. It's similar to your you're being accused of things you that are not true. Yeah, I still and, as I, I don't was. know. I, I kind of like the glasses. If I get lights you do? on them. Like, well, you could probably add them. I want to. Yeah, I'm saying. But anyway, yeah. so you got anyhow, that's car. all. I just uh, that's all right. I'm that's still nice. upset about it to this day. Why? Because it's those beeps. Those are good they, things. They I do love work. that. They I, do I work. have that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You can't. The only thing I don't like is the steering thing. That what's wrong with it? Well, where you, uh, if you have that steering thing and you, and it can sometimes jerk you. 
I think you that's know, something wrong with your car, John. You think so? No, yeah, I, don't think that's a, I don't think that's a feature, think actually. So? It's the lane sure. thing. I don't like it. No, I don't think that's a I real. just have a Honda Accord. I, I mean, you drive a Mercedes. I, got, I mean, I'm you're Jim Grin. Well, yeah, but yeah. you know what, though? It took me a year to figure out some of the features. Oh, I'm sure. I just learned a new feature. There's lights inside the car, and I didn't realize I could change the lights. I, really? They were blue forever. Now they're purple. You I, can change can the change. color. I have 64 colors I can change. Oh, my God. I'm crazy, and I change every hour. <laughs> change the color. I think in a car, I change the color. Yeah. Isn't it amazing, I'm the technology in these right cars? Now. Okay, there's one technology. I won't do it. I don't care what anybody says. I don't, I don't believe it. Uh, I have this parking thing on my oh. car. It's a little, little uh, Is it the automatic? Camera. Yeah. Oh. And, and what it'll do is it'll find a space, <laughs> and it will park for me and back in without me touching the steering wheel or the brakes or anything or the gas. I mean, it parks uh, the car for me. No, not me. I am not. Mm -mm. I don't trust it's going to park the car for me. I agree with you. I will only do that if they ever come up with, it parks the car and goes into the store and gets something for me while I sit there and wait. Well. That's, then I will go for a chance for it. But I, what do you, it's Would gonna, you ever drive a Tesla where you just let go of everything? I, I was a passenger in one. Mark Eddy's a lovely wife, Cindy. She has a Tesla in L.A., and I was out there about 10 months ago, almost a year ago. And we were driving it, and she showed me. She was, it was driving. Oh, yeah. Just let go of everything. You know, for what was on. I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, just kind of on a straightaway. But, but it was, it was no. using gas, brakes, slowing. It was the most incredible thing. They, well, they don't have the driverless cars coming eventually. One day it'll come. But we're still about 25 years away, they said. That's what I was told. Well, I mean, do you know Pittsburgh was the hub for the for, yes for that? We did the offices. We had the designers. That, yeah, there. yeah, and it's yeah. still Uber. Uber still here, it right? Was with Uber. Their, yeah. their center. Uh huh. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Jim, speaking of Pittsburgh and technology, sad news on the moon thing. Oh, we remember have, we talked about it the last show? Yeah, I was so excited. You Jim, what happened is it, was here. it? Yeah, it got off track, right? And it. What happened? The propeller. No more. It's it's over. Wait, the it actual didn't? vehicle? It's gone. The ship? The ship. Oh my! Thank God yeah. there was nobody. No, Jim, on will that. it just go right out into space? Or wow, yeah, we lost they, they it. They can't bring it back. They can't, can't bring, bring it back. back. It just that went. Should, what? Seventeen years of work. Sixteen. Sixteen years invested in this thing. Whoa! So the takeoff went fine, right? Everything was looking good. Somebody got fired. And then at some point, <laughs> the you, propellant. The rocket. Went the rocket went nuts. Well, but, uh, <laughs> it's technical. Lunar lander. The lunar lander. Oh my God! How Did, shitty is that? Well, bad for the guy who who messed it up. Somebody's yeah. somebody in the line's going. This is the greatest moment of my life in Pittsburgh because this is Michigan control. Right. It's the greatest moment of my life. I can't believe it. I am going to be in history, history books with this. <laughs> then, hey, hey Bob, we lost it. What? <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's let go. He's Can you believe Uber it? today, which is a fine job. Yeah, that man. But anyhow, I didn't mean to, no, you know, we're having a good positive discussion. That was very interesting. Yeah, I, that's no a shame. I, well, we had to update people on that because we did go a little crazy. We, we did. Talked we talked about, about it last, last, last week, show. And, uh, so and what then, happens uh, now with Mission Control? We're done. It's or, over. Well, can we do another one? We can't do another I don't one. Know. It's only it, 10, 15 billion dollars. What the heck? I have no idea. Ask Taylor Swift for a loan. Build she another. She probably bring, could finance it. And get it going. But how about back to a. terrible more positive thing still crushed over it's good how about your hot dog truck being in butler pennsylvania thank you thank you please yes. tell us about it that's yes. exciting to we're, me we have a hot dog truck now yeah we're gonna do big publicity but we can sneak a little publicity on it now 
uh, Yenzer dogs are coming, and yeah. we have a hot dog truck to start. And we have we're going to brick and mortar, and we'll have yeah. press release. Where's the truck today? Because I'm going to go find it and buy right a hot dog outside your door. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it was a surprise. I want a Yenzer. Uh, dog. I, I don't know. We never know where the truck Can is. Can I text I guess, Doug and find out? Yeah, you could just text and find it. I'm sure it's somewhere. I don't know if it's out today. It may be resting. It was a, a trial run. We're trying to. Oh, it was get, just a trial yeah, run. We're just getting things going. Just start. We're going to do, uh, eventually, I'll announce, we're going to do Bloom's uh, Cigars in front of there on a Saturday. We'll, we'll grab one of their days. We're practicing right now. they got to get it all down. And then, you know. I'm texting them right now. Uh, Larry, I want Larry was dog. there. Larry said the Yenzer dog was phenomenal. Uh, but he also said the kielbasa was a <sighs> huge hit. He said, "Oh, so you're doing yinzer kielbasa too? Hot dog, kielbasa, fries, and uh, pierogi bits. Wow. We're called the little baby pierogies. But Larry called me back he, he talked to me and he called me back to talk about the kielbasa which was alarming because i was like he called me back I'm like what's going on he says i'll tell you about the kielbasa again I'm like, okay. wow <laughs> he really loved it <laughs> this I is we're very talking exciting business. he goes now i'm talking about the kielbasa said, this okay. is very exciting for you guys congratulations just, thank you brother yeah it's a lot of years in the making but you know with our other product you have you know yeah the cards with soda pop is available in Giant Eagle, yeah. in uh, Grandpa Joe's. Yep. Uh, they have great uh, uh, stores, Grand- Grandpa Joe's. You get a chance to check that place out. I love Grandpa Joe's. I can get lost in there. That's an amazing, right? amazing. Yeah, and the Market District's Giant Eagle, which we love. And uh, so it's fun. Damn You'll be involved. singing at the Yinzer Fest? Uh, yeah, that's coming in up. April? Is that April? I can't wait April for that. April 27th. I, I can't wait. I can't take the weather. I hate to Tell them it. what song you're going to sing. 10th Avenue Freeze oh, Out, yeah. man. Yeah, it's good. Got to bring some, yeah, a little, little Bruce. Yep. Yep. My idol. My Larry, idol. Larry will be singing. Yeah, I would tell you the time I met Bruce, man. Did you? Yeah. I, I when Krusecki brought him in? Uh, yeah, it yeah. was uh, It was a long uh, 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 time ago. Uh, Soldiers and Sailors? Yeah, and yeah. it was a really emotional moment. I, was, I idolized this guy. I've seen yeah. him more maybe than anybody, and I, I saw him downstairs, and he looked at me, and I swear to God, this is the poetic thing. I was waiting. Hey, Bruce. Hey, you doing, man? Hey, man. Where's the bathroom? Yeah. Where's the can? Where's the can? Hall. <laughs> Over there, that was what he told me. I carry that the rest that of my life. That was good. I made a tattoo. That could have, it could have, the, the can. can. Where's the, the can, can from Bruce? Yeah. I thought, touching. But still, well, you've seen my pictures in my really studio, humble. right? You've seen those photos? Yeah, of course. 1978. Yeah. He's front a very row. humble guy. He's real cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bruce. Well, you know, our buddy Harry Haynes is limo driver. You know, Harry. Harry's We got to get him driver. on a guest. Well, Harry is the man. He is, yeah. But Harry has spent more time with Bruce privately. I think so, than anyone. And we Probably, as far as he has know. some great, really cool Bruce stories. Harry, uh, his brother, Michael Hayden, yeah. another great guy. Ex-CIA agent. Ex, or, the uh, head of the CIA. Head of the CIA. The he was more than an agent. But the he funny thing. The director. The funny thing about it is these are Pittsburgh guys, you know, genuine, yep. uh, down to earth. And, but Harry's photos, if you look on his phone of his photos. Unbelievable. Well, it's casual. He'll be showing you photos and I'll be looking. And there was... Like one day I'm watching this show, he's flipping through, and there's him, and all of a sudden there's him in the White House with his Steeler jersey on next yeah. to George W. Bush, man. <laughs> Which was, well, uh-huh. anyways, let me look at that. He has a Steeler jersey on. Uh-huh. in suits. Harry's in a Steeler jersey yep. with GW. And he said he was cool. He said George W. was cool. <laughs> oh, that's and then he that's his life. He's Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Harry got to write a book. Beyonce. Yeah. Um, a Jim, I got a Jimmy Buffett autograph thing from Harry somewhere. <laughs> he knows I, everybody. Yeah, man. yeah. Jimmy died. Jimmy funny. Buffett died. I know. God rest his life. Yeah. He was the coolest dude, Jimmy. I love. Yeah, Jimmy that Buffett. was unexpected. I don't think the public knew that he was. No, I didn't sick. know he was sick. No. Did you? 
I did not know. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I was a little shocked. And great book to read. Pirate looks at fifty. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah, his life story. I don't read Jim. I don't read. Do book on tape. I do audio or I you do do it. I'm more of a visual guy. Yeah, I watch the the way to go. Yeah. When That's I'm cool. driving in my car, I don't know if Buffett narrates the book on tape. Part looks at fifty, but I, I bet he does. It. He might. Yeah. yeah, it's just really cool because you don't know his. You know, the thing was Jimmy Buffett, but he does a. There's a story. I don't want to give it all away. I want people to get it. But there's a story where he and and Bono, he Buffett flew his own plane, and it was where he and Bono were flying in the Caribbean. His plane that was forced to land in the ocean because they thought they were drug smugglers. And wow, then Bono in the water. Bono in the water, like treading water. Wow. And, but uh, yeah, but anyway, but Buffett is is uh, he'll be missed, but his music forever. I, yeah, I've saw I, I've seen him a million times too. Really, I've never saw him once. Yeah, you did once. No, yeah, I, 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 the first time I saw him, um, I had a white shirt on, white shorts. of summer, beautiful day, and I had a big margarita, red like a red one, and I'm smiling. And this is the coolest thing in the world. As soon as I thought the coolest thing in the world, the word world. And a beach ball hit me and just splattered me. I look like, <laughs> I, look like an, I was, you know, what an interesting thing is, uh, my other buddy, Jim Shento, he runs limo companies. Yeah, yeah, I know Jim. And, uh, yeah. We were talking about how the Eagles, when the Eagles were coming back. And, I and know they where you're the going with friends this. And, they sure are and not. And how they had backstage of Starlick were curtains. So you didn't see the person until you walked on stage. You didn't see anybody. I know. I mean, that is some good anger there. Hold on. You don't even want to see until you walk on stage. Do you know how their plane is set up when they fly? Is it separate? The seat's in a circle like this. I I mean, I know the people listening can't see this. So they don't have to have contact with each other. So in other words, the seats are set up so they don't. Isn't that terrible? Could you imagine being in a band and in you don't seats just... in a plane? I wonder. I bet they're mad if someone gets extra peanuts on the plane. I'm I, sure they are. If, right? Why not? Yeah, I don't get it. If Joe Welsh gets two bags, I want two bags. Yeah. Well, he's the coolest of the bunch. Well, yeah. There's some. There's some talent there. <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> just and a Lee little. He's one of the greatest songwriters, I think. He's of, of this he's a genius. You can't take any of it right? away. His writing is amazing. Did you ever read the Don Felder book? No. From no. Heaven and Hell? No. Now, that either... I, that, I actually, I actually did read that you book. You read that? Years ago. I was younger. I was tape? younger and I was stronger. Okay. It's phenomenal. What do you need strength to read? <laughs> yeah. You won't yeah, put you're it down. stronger to read. I was stronger. <laughs> you, have gla- you have glasses with lights on them. You can read. You can show off reading. I would I read all the time with those glasses. Yeah, I'm going to put them on again just, mm-hmm. to, just to make you jealous. Yeah, close the show in that. As we close there the show, they are. John is wearing his, his glasses... With lights, I'll take a photo over here so we can get them to happen. <laughs> and you know what? With these lights on, you look uh, a lot younger. You do, man. You look you, really No, you. You look oh, a lot younger. Oh, I look younger. Oh, really? Because yeah, I'm giving the I'm going the laser does beam. Does it give me like a, a halo or it a, does. a nice U? I'll take a picture for everybody to see. I'll post that for you. All right. Hey, thank thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, and David Bogo, thank you for doing the show, our Steeler fan. Go Steelers, baby. Go Steelers. Hopefully next time we're talking about a, an upset, but either way, Congratulations to the Steelers on a great, great, great season year. making the playoffs. John Bento, Jim Potolsky, myself, Jim Crenn. This is Jim Crenn, no restrictions. Mm-hmm.